Welcome back to Weird Careers. I'm Eric. And I'm Danny. All over the world, people have jobs. And some of those jobs we don't even know exist. There are professions that we don't know much about. And there are jobs that aren't, let's say, dinner table friendly. Well, we're here to explore all of that on this year's podcast. We will be interviewing workers from all over the world about their strange and interesting jobs. That's right. Everything from specialized retail to sex work. Plus, everything in between and outside of set box. Oh, and if you're not already, please make sure that you are accompanied by an adult for this podcast. It can get spicy. Throughout the course of this series, we will take a deep dive into each and every career we stumble upon. Do you think that you have an interesting job? Maybe you do. Maybe your neighbor does. Maybe your best friend or your weed dealer. Okay, maybe not that last one. But if you do, stay tuned to the end of the show on how to get a hold of us. On today's show, we have Nikki from Pastel Nightmares. Nikki, welcome to the show. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So before we get into the nitty gritty of everything that you do, in a nutshell, what do you do? I sew all the time. Noise, <laughs> I nice. make crafts. Um, I'm starting to do apparel and I like to just test myself in every way possible in the crafting community to see and create. That's awesome. Nice. That's fantastic. So tell us about your business. What is it that makes your business your bit like stand out? What is it that makes it you? Well, I love horror as much as a lot of people do. <laughs> um, but I also like pastel colors and I've always liked the combination of the two. Mm-hmm. And there's this thing called the pastel goth in the community, which I thought didn't exist until I Googled it. And it's essentially what it is, what it is of horror, creepy cute, Halloween, gothic aesthetic, brighten it up with pastel colors with black, obviously. That's mm-hmm. obviously it's got of a, a default, but um, I have always loved that since I was a kid and mm-hmm. afraid to embrace it. But I wanted to create that now. I don't see it a lot in our community, especially at Comic-Cons. I don't see it. That is true. So I was like, I want to be that person to actually bring it to the cons or to the community. And I I love it. That's what started the business was I'm looking for things like that and I can't find it. So what better ass is to just bring it on to the community. So I started creating (laughs) it. Just bring it. I'm going to make it myself. I'll just make it myself. And that's a good attitude. (laughs) It's really like, it's just. That's just like, I've been going to cons for several years and there's always like the cutesy things I always look for, but everywhere I go, it's, it's, it's kind of there, but not really, mm-hmm. or it's non-existent at the community. So I was like, well, I'm going to do it because it makes me happy and whatever I make, I can keep it, but I want to bring it to everybody else. And yeah. since I changed design aspect of my shop, I think twice or something like that, this one has been by far the, my best my best decision and i i don't want to change it ever it just it brings me so so much joy amazing (laughs) it's not working if you enjoy what you're doing right (laughs) well exactly so what are all the different types of you mentioned you're trying to get into apparel um 
what else like what are all the things that you do um i make handbags now um nice. i just started making coffin shaped tote bags um i'm just like to put it out there i'm not the first one who ever's done that there's other people who do it but i enjoy making them because not a lot of people actually see that kind of shape mm -hmm. um but i make handbags i'm actually pursuing in my spring collection of next year um pastel golf version of coffin shaped pillowcases more nice. pillow forms so i really want to get into that more like stuffed pillows already pre-made with fleece yeah. um i, love I that. tried right it's like something you don't hear but you probably want to see it and you probably want it for yourself like it's mm -hmm. just you can easily just hang it on a bookshelf and it will look pretty as um, soon as you said that i'm like oh i need one right and i want to do it like <laughs> in mint green with pink or black and yellow or you know like i just like to, i love to mix the colors nice um i also make coffin shaped wallets um i wanted to make coffin shaped stockings for christmas this year but i didn't have time for my recent show so that's going to be a thing next year mm. um i make like unique items uh coffin shaped coin pouches um and now i'm getting into apparel like i mentioned so we're, i have a shirt right here actually this is the perfect perfect example um crop top of halloween oh that's so cute which you don't I normally like see that. and it's stretchy so it's fits for everybody and that's it's super amazing. soft where you can sleep in it so uh, for the everybody who can't see the screen we will make sure to link that uh in the description below so that everybody will be able to get a chance to see that yes what is the most popular thing that you have sold well it was bowl cozies this weekend but um that's more of like a seasonal thing mm -hmm. um so far has been the bags i've been making with the color concepts yeah um my handbags everyone's been liking those um i'm trying to get my coffin wallet sold because everyone likes mm. the idea they just yeah. they don't know how it works but um yeah. it's been sense. my bags it's been my bags mostly the uh out of the two types of handbags it's definitely the the basic handbag not the tote mm -hmm. but that's been nice. my most popular item nice nice what is your favorite thing to make i again i love my handbags right um yes. i love putting the colors <laughs> con combination i love <laughs> it um i've had i've been told recently like this past weekend everyone says my bags are beautiful mm -hmm. and they love the color concept yeah. um so that's i'm glad people are seeing that the, you know one of those feelings like oh i don't think this is gonna look right but i think it's pretty but then someone's mm -hmm. like that's actually a really pretty design. I'll always scroll through Instagram and I'll it'll catch my eye. I'm like, ooh, what? Right? <laughs> yes. So it's absolutely. it's been the bags. Yes. Been the handbags. What is one item that people crave that you just don't like making? I don't like making earrings. I just don't. Why is that? I don't have ear like oh, I don't have ears. But <laughs> Just that 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 changes everything. I have so I many to, more questions. I meant to say I don't have my ears pierced. Um, I'm trying to think actual items I I just refuse to to make, and 
I you don't have your ears pierced. No, I don't. I've never had them pierced in my life. That's so you've why... got your my mouth Mon- pierced, yeah. Your, your Monroe pierced, you've got your snake bites. Yeah, I don't have my ears pierced. You don't have your ears pierced. Well, that, that's no. interesting. I know. I was this close to getting them done, and I was like, nah, I, I don't want to because my hair is always down and not up. But my that's son, fair. my son wants his ears pierced, so he wants me to book an appointment to do that for him. There well, you go. There you go. He, he can should... advertise. He, he can be, he could take where he can take that role and it's it's fine perfect um, perfect okay i actually do have an item what's that i don't like making dog bandanas oh they're just boring and everyone can make them they're super easy that's yeah. fair i don't yeah. i don't like them they're just like this is my opinion but like you want to get rid of some fabric and make some good easy money do mm-hmm. it that doesn't yeah. bother me but i i i like making unique items so like when i do my coffin coin pouches it's unique but i love the way it's made the only time i ever make dog bandanas is when my 80 year old uh neighbor needs them for her dog for seasons so (laughs) that's the only time i do it i tried doing cat bandanas and i think cat bandanas are actually cuter than dog bandanas because like when you see a cat wearing a bandana you're just like oh my god yeah it's adorable like you know but um yeah dog bandanas i can't i just i tried and i was like i I can't do this this is i don't like it i don't know why it's just you just don't right well to each their own right it is it really is i like i mean some girl like over the weekend she makes dog bandanas but she embroiders the name like right on the right on the spot like she brought three oh, of her nice. machines to the craft show and mm. she had like one machine per thing one was for lettering one was for imagery and one was for something else and i was like you do you right like if you like that's amazing if you want to do embroider stuff like an example my neighbor she just got one of them because she was at the craft show and she bought one but i was like that's all you do and that's what you're known for great like i love it but it ain't for me. Yeah. <laughs> dog. I don't even have a dog. So there's like. There's no one to try it on. There's no one to try it on. Get so kid in here. Hey, come in here for a second. I got something he, for you to try on. He is my model sometimes when I need him <laughs> for something. So and he doesn't. Sport. And he doesn't like disregard. He's just like, what? And I'm like, come here. I need you to try on something. He just like walks right up there. Nice. So. <laughs> All right. Fine. Yeah. Uh, he's, so you make these wonderful, beautiful pieces um all of, like and they're so unique they stand out um do you do anything custom as well i do um i have a recent item that i got i'm gonna see if i can show it to you guys so i did a D set out of this whole fabric oh, and that is beautiful there's a dice bag um a coffin shaped coaster a placemat, um, a pouch, like a pencil case pouch. I just pulled it up here too. That is a coffin shaped tote bag, but the custom was required to have the pleather on the outside and then the rest of the cotton on the inside. That is beautiful. So I did that and I absolutely loved it. And she paid for it. She paid for the, the fabric and then gave me a tip so i do do customs um i can understand like maybe my thing what i do for is not someone's um aesthetic 
Mm-hmm. But I do recommend people like, hey, if you got something in mind and you need want me to do it, I'll do it. Like, yeah, I work at a fabric store, so right? I can I have <laughs> access to all these fabrics, so it's not like a chore. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Oh. So, I do do customs. I'm oh. actually making London Deadpool. Um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but I'm actually making him a gift from his wife. So, nice. as a custom order. Um, but yeah, nice. and. I enjoy, I enjoy making custom orders because you never know, like someone's creativity can like spark a new interest. Oh, exactly. So that's why I take it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, we're just going to take a quick breather, a quick break here to uh, hear from our sponsors. So do not turn that dial. We will be right back. Are the big corporations taking your sales with fancy images that just aren't in your small business budget? Not to worry. At Cardinal Images, they take everything to heart. Cardinal Images is a small business supporting small businesses, so they get it. Check out cardinalimages.ca for their gallery and contact info. Also, if you're a listener of this podcast, you will receive not only your demo images, but your first shoot absolutely free. Just email eric at cardinalimages.ca with the subject line podcast promo to receive your free shoot today. Cardinal Images, affordable pricing, professional images, and personable photography. Hi, I'm Nikki from Pastel Nightmares, and you're listening to Weird Careers. Welcome back to Weird Careers. We have Nikki on the line. Welcome back. You, thank you. Of course. What kind of material do you use? I use uh, cottons. Cottons. Pretty much what I use more, but um, my specialty, I love knits. So with the apparel that I'm making out of the Halloween knits, that's what mm-hmm. I try to want to go with. Um, stretchy. Yeah, I, I love fit mm-hmm. against my body, but makes me feel comfortable. Yeah. which is weird, but like, I love stretchy material. It's just, you can do so many sizes in, in one garment. Like yeah. um, this one, for instance, this is a medium. Mm-hmm. And you can fit up to a really big person or a really, really tiny person. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like that. Did you take a class to learn how to sew or is that just became a hobby? It became a hobby at first, but because I want to do it as a career or go into being a vendor, I wanted to learn better to sew with, like more technique styles, yeah, um, stitching methods, and how to read pa- uh, patterns and such. Mm-hmm. Um, I was self-taught, so. Oh, that's still... Wow. It's still something. Yeah. yeah no, my... the fact that you're self-taught and looking at your looking at your creations, yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. that's fairly impressive. Yeah. I didn't know how to make patterns back in the day. I literally just eyeballed everything, but classes really did help me um prior. But I did um do a lot of sewing by hand when I was younger because my mm. nana taught me. Okay. Nice. But then I kind of like just dropped it. Because video mm-hmm. games came into my life, and then <laughs> I wanted to do something more than just play video games. So that's when I picked up sewing again. Why not both? Why not both, right? <laughs> yeah. 
sorry I was kind of perusing through your Instagram mm -hmm. um, and then I noticed these kitty collars oh, oh yeah I was gonna mention I those I want to talk about these kitty collars <laughs> because well first of all I think the question that some of us are, are, are I'm just gonna ask what's on some of our minds are they kitty collars or are they people collars uh they're people collars all right it, it, if you read the tags it, it says pet play which means uh people <laughs> hey there it is there it is <laughs> got it oh yeah bdsm gotcha there it is hey oh so, i seen like, yeah. the ones for pride and i was like i want one of those they, they will be coming back because a lot of people who um are non-binary or trans or um gay and all that they all want their own kitten collars yeah. um i don't think i oops i just liked one of my own pictures oh it's the pride one perfect um nice. yeah i made one like oh, i'm really terrible with all like the flags and whatnot but i made one of that was purple yellow and white yep and uh I put spikes on there, just spikes. And someone was like, I absolutely love this collar. It's mm -hmm. simple, but it speaks what yeah. they are. Um, I want to make tug proof ones. So I'm still trying to figure out what to put at the back. I, like I think that. I have an idea, but yeah, I want to make tug proof. These ones are just aesthetically pleasing. Like you yeah. just wear them and go to a con Mm -hmm. and whatnot they are but i've so cute just absolutely adorable right i'm gonna be I've bringing those seen, back i've never yeah. seen anything quite like them before um and like god they're so cute right uh, i'm looking at the ev evolution ones um oh, and right. those are like yeah, i I'll, i will be honest it reminds me of um sailor moon sailor jupiter sailor venus right uh, it reminds me of those uh, which is funny. We chatted with Linda Valentine uh, a few weeks ago, which was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, no, looking at those, like, like where did where did that idea come from? I've seen it online. Um, I know people were making back in my day, but I wasn't really into that way back. I didn't even know mm -hmm. that existed. Um, yeah. But as I did research of the goth community and fairy K and pastel goth and creepy cute and all that. Um, the kitten collars is what was a big aesthetic to people's outfits, especially in the Lolita style as well. It's also been used in the Lolita, especially Gothic mm -hmm. Lolita. Um, yep. <laughs> and the maiden, I think that's what it's called, or the maid Lolita, they use that as part of their outfits. Um, yeah. So I got the idea with the Eevee Illusions as like, because I love Pokemon, and I figured... Um, people would want that for the cosplays because I know people do polka fans of like Eevee and like Flareon and Espeon. So um, and actually one of the callers, I believe, I think if I do my name, um, one of the callers I believe has a, a, a cosplayer wearing it as one, in one of her photos and she tagged me in it. Oh. But I think that's under my old name, not the newer name. So there's there's one with you. Oh yeah, I just wore that because I love mint green and black for pastel goth. That is and a that... dope color palette, by the way. Right. That is that. Can I say that it's mint? Hey, oh fuck off! Ah. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. I'm bad. I know. 
So tell me, how is it that you advertise? You have a platform and uh, I mean, I've seen you on Instagram. Uh, Danny's seen you on TikTok. Uh, what is your main uh, avenue for advertising? I use Instagram. I use Instagram a lot. Facebook doesn't really do any much um, advertising because most of the times you have to pay for it. So it's more of a self-advertise. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram is probably the the best because I have the bigger following on there than I do on my Facebook page and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Kiana does hers with Twitter. She gets a lot of advertisement on Twitter, um, but she's got a huge following on Instagram, but she doesn't really do much of advertising on there but she does a lot of it on her twitter so it really all depends what she's more comfortable with yeah um i think as a reference like my i only have 11 people who are following me on my business account on twitter but i do have like over almost 400 people following me on Mm -hmm. on instagram i mean it's not big but i mean like again that's where most of my growth happens of course um plus it's it's a much better target audience when i come to hashtagging Mm-hmm. on Instagram because I can literally open my phone and be like half of it's pastel goth, half of it is mushrooms. I'm obsessed with mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, mushrooms. And Halloween and all that. So based on my tags. So eventually if I can see it, someone will eventually see my my thing. So I just I just use Instagram. <laughs> That's as far as I know. I, um my shop, however, it's on Etsy. I tried doing Big Cartel. You you have to self promote on big with Big Cartel. And I suck at self-promoting. <laughs> so like Etsy's the way to go. And I've been getting a lot more sales on Etsy from it nice. being on there than I did with Big Cartel. So does having this business take away from your personal life? It does. It does. So well, I miss streaming. And the last time I streamed was about four or five months ago. Yeah. Right on. And I, I miss playing video games and I have this bad habit of I don't want to play a video game until I finish my work. That's fair. And yeah. I want to stream it. Because it's one of those like I started something mm-hmm. with a community. Mm-hmm. I don't want to finish it without the community. Of course. Um, yeah. But my kid's like 13 now, so he doesn't really need me around as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. we do bond, we do bond when we want to. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that doesn't take away, but it's just more of my personal other hobbies I just don't have time for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, now that what you're starting to do, you found your niche now. This is where you started to find your clientele. Right. Uh, mostly. So, you're kind of at the, you would say, at the peak of so far of where you've been right now. Right. So, is it just you that is making all of these things, or do you have... A team of people it's just me holy shit but i do tell people like at my craft tables like i know i told a lot of people at my craft tables this past weekend was uh i'm only one person right (laughs) (laughs) when i when they see like i had like three wallets made i only had like 10 um i only had like 10 uh, coin pouches coffin shaped ones and then Mm -hmm. i had like only 10 bowl cozies and someone's like you don't have any more bowl cozies. And I'm like, I'm only one person. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, how long does it take to make some of this stuff? Yeah. Um, bowl cozies. I think I can whip one out within a half hour. A what cozy? Sorry. A bowl cozy. 
So it's like they'll so, they go under their bowls after they've been in the microwave? No, it's uh, you can put it in the microwave. Oh. With the bowl. Oh. So and so when you take it out, you don't burn your fingertips. Oh, that's good. So you have some. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, I Her thought you point. meant me. <laughs> you meant no, him when you said you had he some. Does. I was like, I do. I, I do. made some. Oh, I have one right here. Look at that. That's for a plate. But it's for a plate. This one's for a plate. Yeah, so like a bowl cozy, I can make after cutting everything. I can whip one out within four, like a half hour, 45 minutes. Nice. Um, but if I'm working on a wallet, you're going to have to give me like two or three hours. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot after. more fine details. And- yeah, there's a lot more details going there. Um, if I'm making a bag, like a handbag, um, takes me about a day and a half to do one, mm-hmm. depending on my procrastination. Um, <laughs> yeah. I usually do a shell of the bags first mm-hmm. and then I, because I'm using one needle and then mm-hmm. I start doing linings with a different needle. So I don't like to switch it over every, every project. You should True. be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't listen to rules. <laughs> well, make my you own got, rules. You gotta I bend the rules, rules, right? Yeah. I got to bend the rules a little bit. So. Hey. Um, so I remember you mentioned earlier that um, you work at a fabric store. Is that where you source most of your materials? Mostly, but I like to buy my materials from a different source where it's not manufactured in a lot of chains. Mm-hmm. So um, my my biggest support I do is Spoonflower. Okay. Um, Spoonflower is a website where you can design your own um, oh, images nice. and fabrics and wallpaper. Really so cool. when you do that and you are like, oh, I really like this design and I want to buy it. Um, the designer, I don't know how much they get, but the designer does get profit from them. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So, yeah. uh, I don't know how much, like I said, um, but I know when I upload my design and then I order my own design, I get like a discount because I'm the designer of ordering that mm-hmm. fabric. So it's it's mm-hmm. makes it's nice, but it's like I should just give credit. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's what I like to go. I like to go on Spoonflower and support artists around the world that I don't know of. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas I know like. Lens mills can get the same fabric as Fabricland, mm-hmm. but we charge them at different price points. It's weird. Um, and then sometimes where they get it, their quality is not the greatest and ours is better and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I try to not buy from my job because, like I said, I want to support other artists. Of course. But mm-hmm. it, it, it's beneficial. It really is beneficial when I buy from my store because it's convenient like i'm there i'm at work already so mm-hmm. oh yeah and i mean the discount helps too I the discount helps obviously <laughs> that's another thing why i buy from there i get a massive discount and i take as much advantage as i possibly can well, with what you do you <laughs> might course. as well it's, it's right? Right? Um, right so with all of the aspects uh, of what you do you know pulling from you know apparel bags jewelry etc um just as a whole, what's the best part of what you do? I just like making people happy. Hi. I think that's the best part about it mm-hmm. is that when someone sees my vision and like what I like, it's a lot of reassuring because it doesn't makes me feel less of a weirdo. 
<laughs> but it's I just I like making people happy. That's like my goal is just to make people happy with what I make. Mm-hmm. And I like to bring that happiness to them. That's the best part of what I like what I do. Yeah. I love her. Love that. So you just talked about the best parts of your job. What are some of the downsides or downfalls that happen you have? Some people like to uh, copy mm. of what I do or have the same interests and it's hard when they're at the same location. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. go for it. Like you can try and see a, your niche and everything, but it's just, that's like, and then people start comparing like, Oh, I like them better. Like they do this better. And then, yeah. but I like this one better. I don't want someone to do that. No, of course not. Um, that's why like earlier when I mentioned about my tote bags, I was like, I'm just letting you guys know. I'm not the first who's done this. Mm. Mm. Um, but I've actually went up to artists like before I did that topic, I thought about it and I didn't really do much research. Um, but then I went to YetiCon this year and I saw someone with a, a coffin shaped tote bag. And I was like, hey, like I've been thinking about doing this, but I just don't want to step on anybody's toes. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, go for it. Like the pattern's out there. Actually, she revamped the pattern and uh, she's like, took me to a website but it's just really discouraging when you start doing something and then someone who is kind of local is doing the same thing it's yep. like mm-hmm. it's a little heart like hurtful because it's mm-hmm. like that's my aesthetic that I do all year round but you're only doing this because either leftover stock or you're just doing it because it's just a craft item that you've done you know yeah. it's uh yeah. It's just like, I like to stay consistent with my things, but when someone's just doing the same thing and they're just grabbing a bunch of other ideas and just mm-hmm. mashing it up, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. like a bit of a downfall. And like, that's part of what happened this weekend. Like I, mm-hmm. my competition was here and I didn't hear anybody like compare or say anything. I just know like they were there selling the same thing, mm-hmm. half of the same things. And I'm like, yeah, but you only did this because of the season. I'm doing this mm-hmm. all year round. This is my exactly. thing. Yeah. So that that's a little mm-hmm. what I was going at, but that's like probably the biggest downfall is so many competitions. Like besides me, like today I saw like six other people doing pottery and like twelve different people using crochet and yep. knitting. And I'm like mm-hmm. walking around this Christmas place. I'm like, all right, I'm not the only one who's like not doing Christmas and Halloween. Like I am the only one. That means right. like someone's looking for something like that. They can find me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, it's competition. That's, sure. it's, that's why I tried to, to do different ideas. Like last time I just did Marvel, mm-hmm. um, cottons with Marvel and DC and licensed stuff. And then I noticed everybody was using the same fabrics yeah. and I was like, I can't do this anymore because now mm-hmm. I'm not sticking out. Right. So exactly. that's the downfall is like, you always got to try to do something different, but then mm-hmm. someone's going to catch up onto you and then you got to do things differently. Sure. And then, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's the things. downfall. I was at the, uh, the, the craft show uh, at the Western fair this weekend. And it was exactly that it was and copy paste. You didn't like, even notice I was there. I think we, there was one aisle 
we didn't go down because we were just so exhausted. Right. So I, I looked for you. I was looking for you. I'm like, where's Nikki? Where's Nikki? I, I had the purple purple coffin shelf. That's. I think you must have been down the one aisle. We just yeah. happened to not go down. Right. Um, but I was there. I did. I did come. I did come and look for you. Um, <laughs> but like, it was a lot of. It was a lot of the same shit. Yeah. I don't know how. Like it. It, it was. It was terrible. It right. was like I as a as a customer walking through. I'm like, this is boring. Right. This is boring. I am bored. Um, and but then when you come across something, let's say like your like like pastel nightmares, you know, especially at a Christmas craft show, you come across pastel nightmares, you're like, whoa, that stands out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that yes. that's what you're going for. And that's what attracts the crowd, not a lot of the same shit. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah, I can I can buy this here, or I can go three booths down and buy it, or I can go two aisles over and buy right. it. You know, it, it's the same, you know, and there's you know price variances all over the place. Yes. But mm-hmm. why when you can probably go to Lens Mills and do it yourself, or you look at an artist that's doing something completely different? Right. Uh there was a um for example, like there was, there's you, and then there was this artist that had a bunch of uh, uh, resin that he made it that was glow in the dark that was yes. worked with, and like that tent, it it because of the black lights and because of how he showed his tent, it mm. it caught it caught the eye, it caught the eye, yeah. It's because it was different, and because it was different, I purchased. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what I and that's what stood out to me when I saw you at London Comic Con. I was like, "This is different." I'm like, "I like this." And right. It, the, I I I also love the placement because your table partner, because you guys can you guys are opposites but you complement each other and I love it because like you and that's what makes you guys stick out because you're not exactly the same and you pop out and I'm like, "I love right. this. I love this." Um, and like you said when there's so much of the same it really detracts a crowd it does um but i do want to say thank you for coming <sighs> back uh for for listeners out there this is our second time having to do this because <laughs> my computer died and files became corrupt uh so really wanted to uh say an extra thank you to nikki for uh, coming back a second time to do the same <laughs> shit so we really, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, but before we let you go, Danny has our signature question to ask you. What did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I had two ideas, but the one that really sticks out is when I was a kid. And you guys overheard this before in our first take, but... Um, I've always wanted to be <laughs> a server at Country Style. Love it. <laughs> Just so that I can serve my dad coffee. That's, oh, ador- yeah. that's right. Yes. 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 That's adorable. That is and so cute. Because my dad works behind co- Country Style. Mm-hmm. So then on breaks, he can come and visit me and like I can serve him coffee. And that's what oh, I wanted to grow up. Goodness. I just wanted to make him happy. Um, that is so cute. Clearly, that's not how life was. Um, so I tried to be a film editor. Um, I liked 
cutting and piecing and transitioning mm-hmm. and audio and distort all putting things together. Um, mm-hmm. If I could pick, I wouldn't do a movie. I would pretty much do trailers. Like I would love to do trailers and music videos. Um, that's what I wanted to go for. But I don't know competition or people had better programs at the time because I didn't buy programs. I, I hacked. Um, everyone Ooh. was getting the better software. Yeah, I know. Slap me. U-torrent. I like being a pirate sometimes too. Um, for all those young <laughs> listeners who don't know what I'm going to talk about, <laughs> we use software called iMesh. Yes. And LimeWire. And I would yeah. get all of my programs off of there with cracked keys, codes, yep. and uh, yeah. And the generators. All that software. Yep. And the, the key, key code generators. generators. Yep. 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 That's how I got my programs, but I couldn't keep up. I don't like change. So I didn't want to keep up updating my software. I always want to keep using the same software that I was okay with. And that just, that deteriorate my, um, my creativity. Cause like everyone had better things and I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I was like not having fun with it. So, um, that's the two, I, like biggest things people thought I would be when I was uh, growing up was going to be a film editor um, and myself being thinking I was going to be a server for the rest of my life. That's so cute. Oh, again, I I don't say, re- sorry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I don't regret going to fashion design like and doing what I'm doing now. I don't regret it at all. And I do have fun. Like I do, like I said, like I have fun doing it on my own terms. Yeah. I like doing trailers for my YouTube channel. I like doing trailers for my Twitch. So like... I know how to do it. At least I know how to do it myself and not relying on someone else. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it, right? I like making compilation videos of all my fails. So like, at least I can do it and I know where my clips are and all that. So, I mean. Awesome. <laughs> but that's what I wanted to grow up, essentially, those two aspirations. I love it. That's awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, Nikki, for uh, coming on today. Uh, for all your listeners, uh, we will have all of the social medias available. That would be YouTube, Twitch, Etsy, Instagram, Twitter, <sighs> Facebook, probably. And am I missing anything? There's so much. Uh, TikTok probably is a thing now, too. Yeah, I have TikTok. Um, we'll make sure that all of that is in the description below. Thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure uh, chatting with you today. Thank you so much for having me. I had a fun time with you guys. The second time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, again, thank you so much, Nikki, for coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, Nikki from Pastel Nightmares. Do you have a cool or interesting job? You never know. Believe it or not, your 9 to 5 may be more interesting than you think. So don't be shy and shoot us an email at weirdcareerspodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you liked us, please give us a five-star review on wherever you're listening to us. It really helps us to get seen. Thanks for tuning in and exploring with us. We hope you will join us next time. And until then, I'm Eric. And I'm Danny. Cheers. Cheers.